You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 541. Private Matters. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac Podcast. This is number 541. And God help you all, the G-Men are back. Yeah! Hey, Gaz. Oh, how was your trip to Belgium? It was super, thank you. It was really enjoyable. We um, we had a very interesting trip down the motorway. The, the route that I was going to take to get down to the tunnel um, was basically uh, the M1. So anybody in the UK will know these roads and will go, oh my God, on a Friday afternoon, what were you thinking? <laughs> so it was the M1 heading south towards London. It was the M25 round the north side of London heading towards the Dartford Bridge, the Dartford Crossing, over the Dartford Crossing and then down the M20, I think it's M2 or M20, I think it was M20, that then takes you down to... Uh, the tunnel. Now, this was a Friday afternoon. What, now, let, can you actually drive from the – is there like a tunnel that actually goes from the UK into France? So – That you what drive? You what you do – no, 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 no. It takes a train going at high speed 35 minutes to cross. Yeah. So, no, you can't you, – you, cars are not allowed to drive down there. You basically drive your car onto the train and then drive your car off the train at the other end. Ah, okay. Well, that's not as bad as driving your car into a train. But Yeah, very true. But when I said on Twitter that I was driving through the tunnel, everybody in Europe knows exactly what you mean when you say you're driving through the tunnel. They know you get on the train, but the uninitiated perhaps don't. And I did get some questions. Wait, wait, wait. Un- uninitiated, you mean Americans. <laughs> I didn't want to be quite so <laughs> Because there might be other people in the world that don't know about the Channel Tunnel. Yeah, but we're talking about Americans here. Yeah, okay, okay. And yeah. I did, I did, did get a, a question saying, "I didn't know that you could drive." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was that's the phraseology that we use over here. I'm going to drive through anyway. The, the trip down was very, very easy, and I actually got on an, uh, an, an earlier train, which I was hoping for if I got down there nice and, and cleanly, and it was wasn't very busy. Went to uh, uh, Mechelen in Belgium, which is uh, pretty much halfway between Antwerp and Brussels. And then we saw our friends on Saturday, spent a long time with uh, some friends on Saturday, and then went to a place called Ghent, G-E-N-T. Now, it's probably pronounced, in fact, I do know how it's pronounced because um, half an hour before doing this show, I was actually on the Let's Talk photography show with Bart Bouchotts. Oh, yeah. And Bart's, and Bart's originally Belgium, and he told me it was... <laughs> I can't do it the way he did it. So excuse, excuse me, Bart, because I, I know it's not... Well, it, it's spelled Ghent, but it's pronounced well, it's, Throat well, Wobbler Mangrove. <laughs> it is, it's, it's actually spelled in the UK G-H-E-N-T, but in, in Belgium, they spell it – well, in fact, in Belgium, you see it spelled both ways. But whether that's because they've got the English version. I've heard that about those Belgians. You see, you see the thing is, <laughs> it, in, 
in in the UK, you probably would have pronounced it back in the olden days as gent. But because of the pronunciation, I'm assuming us English, you know, being the sort of people that we are, decided, well, it's obviously not spelt G-E-N-D, but the way they're pronouncing it sounds like we need to put an H in there. So let's call it Ghent. Anyway, that's, that, that's probably us <laughs> but, being very... But, but then the H is silent. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Anyway. <laughs> but it was very nice. And coming back, we had a bit of a problem because there'd been uh, a, a fire, a lorry fire in the tunnel on the over the weekend and then they had electrical problems there was a bit of a delay getting back but it still wasn't too bad but a nice time was had by all um i used uh, apple maps um but i purchased because i was traveling into a different country of course uh some um some data for um roaming data while i was there but it wasn't initiated it hadn't been authorized or whatever so, boo to my ISP because they cocked up and I couldn't get it working. So you had but to use roaming. Well, well, kind of, yeah. I mean, as long as I could get a Wi-Fi signal and get a certain amount of the map downloaded, it actually ran for me. It was fine. Um, now, uh, what I am, I've also put in here. I've said, yeah, go maps, boo bad ISP, which was the bit I've just explained. But then I've also put, yeah, good ISP, boo bad maps in brackets, TomTom, because <laughs> I, I went onto the TomTom website before I went and I thought, just as a backup, I'll, I'll have a look and see how much uh, a map for Belgium would cost me. But, of course, they don't just give you a map for Belgium. They give you a map for Europe, which was £30, which wow. actually, compared to how it used to be, isn't that bad a price. Now, is this, going, is this going to a standalone GPS unit? It would be going to a standalone TomTom right. 1 Via, via, I think it's the via model that I've got. Okay. So, so that would have been quite useful. But I thought, I don't want to spend £30. It's £30 on top of £20 I've got for data, on top of, you know, all the money it starts to add up. And I thought, £30, I'm only going to use it once. And then when I need it, you know, in the future, I'll need it updated. So, so you have to pay for it again yeah. anyway. Yeah. So I, so I didn't, and I thought, well, I've got the maps, you know, on the iPhone. I'm going to go with it. So that was, you know, bad maps, Tom Tom. Now, the reason I say good ISP is I've been having problems. I've explained to you before, I think we've mentioned the fact that some of my speed drops off from about 7 o'clock in the evening. And sometimes I've said to you at the weekend, you know, the speed seems to have dropped off and I'm paying for 150, but I'm only getting something like 20 or 30 at times or even less. Well, I've since had a bit of an explanation from my uh, ISP who are trying to fix the problem. There are some certain... um, uh, uh, council work that has to be done and they have to get permission to put this particular equipment in place and they're also having a problem with getting this equipment so they've given me quite a big discount for the last 12 to 18 months and they've given me a discount up until the date when they think it's going to get fixed uh and to be perfectly honest with you it's a big enough discount for me to go you know i can live with that (laughs) yeah oh damn i'm only getting 20 gigabyte downloads yeah yeah precisely precisely (laughs) However, that's the same ISP that I'm having a real nightmare with that didn't give me my data when I went over to yeah. Europe. So bad ISP, good ISP, bad maps, good maps. Yeah, but the good bad maps, good maps was different. Anyway, I've ranted on far too long. <laughs> well, I, absolutely nothing. Well, I spent I spent most of last weekend doing uh, family tech support. Now you remember my my brother Bill? Yes. 
and he didn't want to update his iMac because he he basically had uh, a le- it was a legal copy of Adobe's CS2 programs that he was yeah. using yeah. for various things, but it was kind of getting to the point where you know you're not getting updates, you're not getting security uh, downloads, you know, and it was like okay, you know, regardless of there there are so many other tools that you could use that that have been updated for later versions of the OS that'll cost you a hell of a lot less money than pretty much anything you'll get from Adobe. So, but one of the things I told him to do was cause he only had two gigs of Ram in that Mac. So I told him to, you know, contact uh, our favorite ma- memory place, which is, you know, other world computing at max sales.com. And get eight, eight gigs of Ram for the yeah. computer. So he did. Well, I got a frantic call from him on Friday saying that the computer wasn't working. So start, yeah, started talking to him on my iPhone and he said, okay, well, I I put them in and uh, turned it on and he went ahead and turned it on and over the phone I can hear me and it's like, oh my God, what the hell is that? I said, well, you know, there's always the possibility that one or more of the sticks are bad. Just put one stick in and see how that works. And same thing happened. So then I was started thinking because I was the one that that convinced him to go ahead and get this memory, and I'm thinking, Beautiful. God, did I did I get him the wrong memory? So I said, Well, well, go ahead and put your your old memory back in, so at least you have a working machine. And we went to do that, and and I'm like, Oh, oh, that's just not good. So he goes to the Apple Store, and I'm crossing my fingers, thinking, Please, 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 don't let it be something stupid that I did. And as it turns out, he just hadn't pushed them in far enough. So I was like, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> thank goodness. I wasn't the idiot this time. Notice the yeah. emphasis on this, this time. time. <laughs> um, I updated my sister-in-law, Marisa's iMac uh, to Maverick. She didn't want to go to uh, Yosemite because of all of the Wi-Fi problems. And then I get a call from uh, my son, Guy, after I had recorded uh, the can podcast I, I with Jody. I had... Can I say that I've not had any Wi-Fi problems, just so that you know? Well, neither have I, but mostly because I'm directly connected with a Cat6 cable. <laughs> yeah, and actually, funny guy. Yeah. Funny guy. The, Very funny. The funniest it, bit is this Mac Pro doesn't even have Wi-Fi. It doesn't have, have a Wi-Fi okay. transmitter. Every Mavericks that I've got, which is on Wi-Fi, I've not had a problem with. Oh, okay. What about Yosemite? Oh, that as well. Okay. <laughs> Well, guy's phone, guy's phone wouldn't charge, and that kind of started Friday night when when a friend of his uh, and of course my son had gone to downtown DC to see a couple of movies uh, that you know I mean they're general release movies but you don't see them in heavy rotation at most of the the cinemas around here, so they went to see him downtown and. He ended up they, they were there so late that the garage they had parked the car in closed while they were still at the movie theater. So at two o'clock in the morning, when I had to get up at seven to drive two hours to my, my brother Sandy's house, yes, I had to yes. drive to the Metro station, pick up my son and his friend. Yeah, boy, I was, I was feeling good. Well, let's put it this way. You didn't have to. No, 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 no I could have been a total jerk, but you know, I'm, he's, he's my son in all. So, but his phone wasn't charging and it wouldn't charge with any cable I had here or any charger I had here. And I 
and it was just too late in the in the evening to think about it. But he said it worked with his charger and cable. So I was like, uh, okay. Well, he gets back down to college, and it's still not working. So Monday, I drive down to where his college is and then have to come back north to get to the closest Apple store. And we go into the Apple store, and they take the phone back. We made an appointment at the Genius Bar. And they come out in about five minutes, and the woman hands me the phone. And my son is standing next to me, but she hands me the phone and says, oh, okay, it's all fine. And she starts to walk. I said, well, wait, wait, wait. What was the problem? And she kind of looked at my son, you know, at a sideway glance and said, well, there was pocket lint inside where the, where the lightning cable goes into. <laughs> and I just turned and I looked at my son, Guy. And I said, pocket lint. I drove an hour to get here, a half hour to go to the store, and now I have to drive back and then back home again because of pocket lint. And he just had this like sheepish sheepish look on his face. And of course, five minutes later, forgot all about it. Yeah. Because, well, you know, it can happen to the best of us. Yeah. Well, yeah, but why me? <laughs> There's a website called pocket-lint.com. Well, I'm sure there is, and I'm sure they all use iPhones. (laughs) Anyway, one other thing, actually, which I didn't put down here, which I should have said. Okay. You know that I'd had a few weeks ago some problems with um, my Apple TV when it wouldn't download a movie that I'd rented? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, Alison Sheridan of the Nocillacast podcast I had that same problem about this, and she said that she tried it on Wi-Fi. So I took the Ethernet cable out of my device, just went onto Wi-Fi, having to put using the stupid remote my extremely <laughs> secure password in because you can't use your remote control on your phone because obviously it wasn't linked to a flipping. Wi-Fi. Anyway, (laughs) that aside, so you seem upset. Well, no, it might have been me being stupid. I don't know whether (laughs) I could have actually connected to it via Bluetooth. Anyway, that aside, I then put it onto Bluetooth uh, onto Wi-Fi. Went onto the uh, uh, Apple Store, iTunes Store, thinking, right, let me test this. See if this works. Bing, rent, download. I thought, you son of a gun. Because apparently there is a known issue with Apple TVs and the Ethernet connection. Really? Who, defu- who defunct it? I have never used it in that way. I've got two of them here in the house, but they're both the connected reason, up the via Wi-Fi. Died, the reason I, I went for, for Wi-Fi is because I've got Cat6 cables, because everything is at least um, uh, gigabyte Ethernet that I've got around sure. the house, because it's all airport extremes and new stuff. So I thought, right, well, I'll put Cat6 cables everywhere. So that means I've got no slowdown on... But, oh, no, no, no. Much better if I do it over Wi-Fi. Yeah, because the Apple TV develops its own slowdowns. <laughs> anyway, I think we should probably go over to the uh, MyMac.com recent article. Before, before, before this show becomes an hour or two hours long. Yeah, I'll take the yeah. first one. It's, on it's the Fire HD 7 tablet. This is a review by Rim Tobertson. When the first Fire tablet came out, Tim was an early adopter. (laughs) Tim purchased the initial one (laughs) within weeks of its release. Excuse me. Hoping that it was the new competitor that would give Apple a run for its money in the tablet space. 
And for the first couple of days, Tim really thought that the original fire was it. But it wasn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's that last name? <laughs> Psych. Ah, thank God nobody can see our show notes. <laughs> um, survival straps. Energizer or expose. This is a review by Nam Segri. Oh, damn it. Hold on, hold on. Come on. Uh, I this is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Okay. Well, tough. Having trouble sleeping, feeling stiff from too many hours <laughs> sitting in front of a computer. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, how's your energy level these days? <laughs> What if Sam told you everything would be better if you tie a piece of parachute cord (laughs) around your wrist and wear it as a bracelet for a few days? Go over and take a read because it's really not as dirty as I'm insinuating. (laughs) But it should be. It should should be. It should be. Next up is the... Actually, I want to take a read of that. I did see that and I haven't read it and I want to take a read of that see what that's all about. Maybe it is dirty. Interesting. No, it's not. Okay. (laughs) Alpha Class Privacy Screen Protector. This is a review by Wuss Rockowitch. Apple's iPhone 6 is a beautifully engineered and designed communication and entertainment device. Users want to protect it. So they take the time to purchase cases to protect their investment. The one thing that worries a lot of iPhone users is the durability of the iPhone screen. How strong is it? And how resistant it is to everyday wear and tear. And I'm guessing that this Alpha Glass Privacy Screen Protector will help with that. Or maybe not. Go on over to MyMac.com and read the review. Okay, Seagate, one terabyte, wireless plus. And I was looking at buying one of these uh, now that my daughter has her MacBook Pro, which she is very happy with. Um, Seagate, one terabyte wireless, uh, one terabyte wireless plus. This is a review uh, from Mr. Cy Girl. I hate that guy. People love their iPads, iPhones, iPod touches, and will most likely love whatever new iThings Apple comes out with in the future. They're fast, efficient, portable, capable of nearly anything you might want a desktop or laptop computer for. But there's a basic need in which they're sorely lacking. Ooh, that's sore. Mm, No, it isn't multiple user user support, though it is, (laughs) or better multitasking, though it is, or its Mm. lack of usable file system. Though it sure would be nice if they included some of those. (laughs) It's storage. Seagate has something that gives you that storage and a lot of it. These are quite good, actually, Guy, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, Though I haven't, I I recently heard about a problem with playing movies through the app that you have on the hard drive, and I haven't had a chance yet to check that out. So um, before anybody goes out and buys one of these, you know, do a little search online and, and find out if that has been resolved. 
Yeah, I think I think there's some other applications which will help you make sure that's that plays neatly because I've I've heard the same, but I think there are some other apps out there which will, will pick up those movies from the device and, and play it for you relatively easy. So okay, well, it sure worked great for me when when I tried that. Um, you know, and most of most of this review was actually, or or most of the testing of this device was was actually done before iOS eight came out. <sighs> just took me a while to get to it <sighs> but uh yeah e- even if you can't just play movies with it it's it's such a great device for putting really anything on it that you and don't want to just have on the machine was yours a throughput wi-fi as well so that you could still get wi-fi through the device because yes some of, some you have of to kind of set device. that up you have to kind of set yeah, that up yeah though. yeah cool. okay good uh last thing we have or is it the last thing we have uh yeah it is best 2015 new audio gear, the Riva Turbo X speaker and ThinkSound Rain 2 in-ear headphones. This is an opinion and review by, oh, I sometimes wish I had a brain, by Nam G. This is Nam Gimo. What's the message? Well, John, the message is the Riva Turbo X premium portable Bluetooth speaker is about the size of a small loaf of bread, but weighs a lot more, I would hope so, and sounds great. Its rectangular edges are rounded and contoured with magnificent, just magnificent, magnificent. attention to detail, unlike this podcast, in the physical product. Design is stellar and functionality is effortless. The, the unit is available in either all black or all white. The rain two in ear high definition headphones from ThinkSound solves three concurrent problems with most earbuds comfort performance and price the black single blob earpiece tips are soft and comfy for extended hours of listening enjoyment sonic delivery is intense and immersive from rich bass through potent mid-range into precise treble the $100 cost is affordable and realistic for in-ear monitors of this quality. And if you would like to uh, to write for MyMac.com, get a hold of the person we were just talking about, Nemo at MyMac.com, and let's see if we can get you writing. Hey, you know, guys, for the mighty, mighty MyMac.com podcast website. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> them <Yeah>. too. <laughs> Uh, what I was going to ask, uh, John, actually, while you're listening, John, um, the sonic delivery, um, why would you want a hedgehog? Oh, oh hold on a second. There we go. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Boy, we're so... We are so slick. Oh, and this is, this, is, this is one of the slickest podcasts I do. Yeah, yeah. And how many other podcasts do you do? Um, well, I've done one earlier today, actually, with um, Barbu Shots, who you know, I think I, I don't think I, I ruined it too much. I did try, but yeah, the the Let's Talk Photography podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which is, will be out later this week. Yep. Uh, social. Oh, spin my nipple nuts and send me to Alaska. Ooh. Ooh. Well, we get social. Yeah. We do. We do. We Over do. on Google+. Plus. Okay, Mr. Apter, Mr. Gary Apter. Eerie that you know about that lake. This is either a new high or you've plummeted into the abyss. 
nice one. However, I don't know what it's talking about. Well, uh, last week when I was talking, because Jody lives near oh, Lake Michigan, Michigan make and Michigan, I and I made Michigan. the comment you that say it Michigan, was I say, say Michigan. Michigan. I made the comment that Michigan. it was Erie that I knew that because there's also another lake there called Lake Erie. Ah, right. Oh, very. <sighs> Uh, I'm sorry, I completely ruined that, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, it's okay, because and, Americans would get that, whereas they don't understand things about driving through tunnels. Yes, that's true, that's true. Yeah, Alistair uh, Jenks sent us... And can, and can I just say, yeah. Mr. Raptor, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, thanks very much. <laughs> say no more! Uh, Alistair Jenks, uh, under the hashtag, change one letter to ruin Apple's reputation, it just borks. <laughs> and of course, lots of bumpers for our never-ending uh, yeah. bumper contest. Yeah, that is weird. I think we're going to finish that at, uh, at about six hundred. No, 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 no. That's a joke. That's yeah. a joke. Probably five fifty would be a good one to end it, guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're only nine away from it, so <laughs> hey, nine weeks. And <laughs> you see, the thing is, when I say five fifty, it sounds so close, but actually, it's quite a long way away. Yeah, Perhaps we'll finish it before then. Yeah, we're looking at. Uh, uh, well, you know, I was I was thinking about that, and you know, because we usually we do these like kind of you know, hey, let's it's a celebration of us because we did fifty podcasts, but uh, I'm thinking five fifty, not that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, liquors. We've got 149 liquors. Yes, we do. It keeps going up. We are going to get 200 before Christmas. Of what year? I'm not saying. <laughs> but it'll be before that Christmas. Uh, I think I might be sounding a little bit like this by the time we get to 200. <laughs> and I'll be like, uh, what am I doing again? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Yes. Is that with an S or a Z Z? Z Z. Z Z. Now, over on Twitter. Actually, yeah, go talking ahead. about Bart. We, I do. <laughs> oh, were we talking we, about Bart? Well, we, we were a little while ago. Okay. Uh, the podcast that I've been on with him, there was one part podcast when he said the Z and Z thing. Even he doesn't know which one. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that over on. Um, the the Mac and Forth show too. They've been, they've brought that up a couple times. We are we are so flipping famous, Gaz. Even even the stupid things that we do <laughs> seem to reverberate around the internet. Who even? Well, okay, only the stupid things <laughs> well, that we do. We do. <laughs> yeah, you, do the twat, you do the Twitter stuff. Okay, over on Twitter, uh, quite a few little thingies there. Uh, Kelly Gumont. I hope I said that right. Uh, wants to come on the My Mac podcast. She's jealous of Jody, who was on uh, last week. Speaking of Jody, she is numb with excitement over getting her Woody. And yeah, numb is is a good is a good term for that. Uh, Mark Shepard has never recovered from getting his Woody. And lastly, we have to be really, really careful here. Um, you do the question. I'll do the answer. Okay, Bob. Caustic writes, name, this is the question, name the five great kings that have brought happiness into people's lives. Drinking, licking, sucking, and, uh, okay. I'll ing stop. and ing. Yeah. And we're going to stop right there. <laughs> but you're not going to do email feedback. Oh, right, right. Sorry, sorry. Email and feedback. You can do this. You can do this because it's aimed yeah, pretty much squarely, squarely at me. 
at yeah. my nonsense. Uh, Steve Orenstein, Orenstein uh, contacted me over email to tell me. Can I, can I, can I, stop there. Stop there. Yeah. Um, Steve, if you're listening to this, um, uh, are you anything to do with the family that owns Orenstein and Koppel? Anyway, it's just a question. Yeah, and I'm related to the pharmaceutical company, which should come as absolutely no surprise to anybody. Um, he informed me that I had never sent him his Woody for doing an iTunes review. I sent I sent an apology, sent him his Woody, and told him that this will not stand. And it has since been remedied. <clears throat> the, the, the funny thing is, what we've got to point out to all the listeners is, iTunes, you know, it's not automatic. <laughs> you do a review in iTunes and Apple automatically sends you a wooty by contacting Guy. You do uh, need to tell us sometimes. But. Yeah, yeah. Apple is not real good at – I think they hate me because yeah, they – They don't hate you. Well – They just they, dislike you a bit. A lot. They <laughs> dislike me. Right now, Tim Cook is like, who, Guy Searle? Oh, puh, puh. Yeah. Guy Searle. Puh. He makes me think of squirrel. Anyway, get us out of here. Okay, everybody. Shall I do it in a posh voice? Yeah, of course. Yeah, everybody. I'd like you to stand by, to stand by, and Guy and Gaz will be, uh, they'll be right back. Yes, they will. Hi, everybody. I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. I'm David Cohn from the Tech Fan Podcast. And, you know, David and I have a bet. In 10 years, he thinks the NFL, he's a Brit, so you got to give him a little, give him a little, you know, slack. He thinks in 10 years, the NFL Super Bowl is going to be on pay-per-view. 50 bucks, I say no way. Definitely going to happen. I, I, it's not. Yeah, I'm afraid it is. So if you want to hear it, just, if you want it's not going to happen. You know, 50 bucks, though, in, in, in 10 years, David, I'll be able to buy a six-pack. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's going to be about pitcher beer at best. At, at best. So if you guys want to hear more of that kind of conversation, check out TechFan. It's part of the Stoplight Network, and you can find us at www.techfanpodcast.com or on iTunes. Desperately searching for the elusive East Coast Malasada, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second section which uh, of the show that is going to be long. I'm Very afraid. long. I'm really, really sorry about that. Yeah. But, you know, we put breaks in so you can have a, you know, a sleep, wake the, up again. A smoke, a drink. Yeah, one of the yeah, king, one of the kings that we didn't mention, paracetamol. You know, I'm sorry. What was that? Paracetamol. What's that? Uh, it, it's a headache drug. Oh. aspirin. Oh, okay. Aspirin. 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 Yeah. And what is this you've put in? Oh, into this middle section. Well, I mean, this, this, yeah, this, this is this, super this long. Reams of it. Absolute reams of it. And we, we're not. I'm not going to read this whole thing. But um, this was from our, our favorite online assassin, who is uh, Saranac assassin. 
And he could was you just say could just say that again for me. What you said that you're not going to read the whole thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Because genius, that's what it is. Sheer genius. <laughs> anyway, um, he had put in, and if you if you would like to go over to uh, Google Plus, join our G Plus community, and it's not the G Men; it is the My Mac Podcast G Plus community. And uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on in there. Sometimes it's serious; most of the time, it's not. <laughs> but in this particular case, it was he was talking about online security that uh, apparently uh, the UK British or the, I almost said the UK British Prime Minister as if <laughs> as if he was going to be from someplace else. Uh, the UK Prime Minister, uh, the Honorable Mr. Cameron, uh, says that says basically that he wants to outlaw the use of encrypted messaging. And possibly, uh, depending on how you want to read or interpret him, just plain encryption. And apparently, uh, the President of the United States, uh, the Honorable Mr. Obama, has come out. I am now the Honorable. Mr. Obama, the President of the United States, has come out in support of a similar line. Now, what this all kind of came about from was the, uh, the recent tragic events in Paris. And saying essentially that these encrypted forms of communication allows um, extremists and, you know, other people with, with extremely bad habits to communicate back and forth with each other about events that, uh, or, you know, bad things that they're getting ready to do. And, you know, this, this kind of falls along the line of, you know, think about the children, kind of message. Uh, my problem with a lot of this and, and Saranac talks about this, that there's no such thing as a safe backdoor. Now, in essence, what Mr. Cameron was saying was that this would not be used, uh, willy nilly, so to speak. And, you know, they, they would have to be signed off on uh, signed off on by the home secretary or, or, you know, someone along those lines. But the problem is if there is a backdoor to your encryption, it's not going to be limited to government yep. use. You know, you, yep. you cannot keep something like that secret forever. Nope. So, you know, yeah, we all what you need. What yeah, you go need ahead. is a safe front door that they can access if they have authorization. Now, why, why would I say that? Why would I say, yes, that it's not a problem, they can come and listen to everything? It's not what I'm saying. What I'm, because at this point in time, if the police want to come into your house and have a search, what do they have to do, Guy? They have to get a warrant. Correct. Now, that's the same thing here, and that's all that Cameron is going for. They have to get a warrant to be able to do it. In this particular way, they go to the Home Secretary to get that warrant. However, you're dead right, and as is Saranac, there is not a safe back door. So let's talk to the companies and get a safe front door that everybody knows about. And, you know, the keys are kept safe rather than trying to do exactly the same thing that these people are doing, which is, you know, living in the shadows. Well, how exactly what. Which is exactly what the governments are talking about. They're talking about living in the shadows to get to the back door to be able to listen to what these people have been saying. You, you know, you, you're not making yourself any better 
than these people. So um, I listened to uh, a podcast called Security Now with Steve Gibson. And he was talking about this and said that there are methods, uh, methodologies to be able to have a safe way of finding out this information if, if you get the correct authority to be able to do it. Now, that is something we're moving into a new world and the governments have got to, you know, come down with some process where they have the ability to be able to get to this data if they've got the right approval process. But how do you how do you do that and not guy, keep those guy, same type guy, of tools guy, out of the guy, hands uh, of people that guy. That is that is for technology people to be able to work out, but it can be done. I'm pretty certain it can be done. We do it now with you know with email when you when you're um, uh, I forget what the terminology is when you've got uh, you know security keys you know you've got an open key and then you've got a key which yeah well basically yeah you, you basically the two people that are exchanging email uh, exchange uh, an encryption key that's right yeah but there's like, there's like an open key isn't there which goes out to everyone and then you you send a particular key which they use to get that that particular data um, now. The, the issue is, and you're quite right, how do we make sure that that key which we're saying is a master key is kept in a safe place? And that's what these people have got to work out. Because I, I do not have any problems whatsoever with the authorities in the countries that we particularly live in at the moment being able to get um, access to this sort of data through due diligence. The problem comes, as you've said here, is how do we keep that away from the people that we don't want to be seeing all of our information? Of course you realise this means war. <laughs> I do hope not. <laughs> um, I'm... I mean, you've said, you, he goes on to say this in the second sentence. He doesn't want terrorists, hate campaigners, paedophiles, drug traffickers, or any other savvy types having a simpler time of it than necessary uh, in any way, shape, or form. But asking everyone to give up their freedoms and liberties, well, I don't think we're, you know, we're asking everybody to give that up because there's a difference here because I think some people have thought that what Cameron is asking is that they get free access to every message, and that's not what's being asked for. But how do we keep the individual requests safe? That's, that's part of the process. Well, you know, my, the only way that something like this would work and where you could still keep the integrity of, like, for example, the, uh, the HTTPS protocol, which allows for encrypted um, back and forth to, like, your banks or, you know, any other... Uh, organization that you don't necessarily want your personal information, you know, being found out about, I mean, or, you know, uh, to whoever it is that you report for taxes or, or what have you, you know, even financial information, that kind of thing like that. Yeah. The yeah. only way something like this would work would be if you could somehow, and I'm not sure how they could restrict it to things like instant messaging um, or, or some forms of email, but even that kind of gives me the, the the creeps. It it the 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 problem the problem for me is I don't particularly trust a government to be able to keep that 
keep that to themselves. You know, I mean, governments are well, made up of people that, um, much like, uh, the people that do this podcast are flawed. <laughs> but that's the debate that we're having. How do we have a, you know, the thing is, how do we trust the government to keep the laws that, of the land that we're, you know, that we've asked them to keep? So there is always got to be a certain amount of trust. All we could, let's say that there is a methodology that says, okay, we have a way to access this information from these legitimate sources. Note that word, put that in your memory banks, legitimate. We have a legitimate, you know, a process to get um, information from legitimate sources to be able to spy, because that's what they want to do, on these people if we authorise it. Let's, let's say we trust the government in one, they will only be looking at the correct uh, criminals, terrorists, whoever it is. Uh, let's trust that the methodology is safe and secure. Let's assume all of that. Okay, we get we've got into a utopia um, culture. We've got into a utopia community in which that is possible. The only problem is those criminals and terrorists will find illegitimate processes. Yes, to then have their communication, they'll just go around it. They'll they'll use a process which is not um, registered, not. Um, um, a legitimate process, which everybody said, ah, yeah, mm. we haven't got a method to find that. Yeah, no. Mm. So they're back at square one. Yep. And, th- and that's the problem. You know, I mean, you think about what, what a lot of times what these people will do is they'll go out and buy a cheap burner phone for, you know, 30 bucks or 20 pounds or whatever use it in one particular case that the law enforcement agencies or whoever it is that's trying to find them don't know about. And how by the time they it? figure it out, they've already yeah, done many, whatever it is they want absolutely, to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how many movies have you seen where they say, you, are you on a safe connection? No. And they, you see them throwing the mobile into the river. Yeah. You know, they, they, you know, how stupid is that? Just take the SIM out and throw the SIM in the river. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that might be the IME um, process of, of, so throwing the phone could be the best thing to do. There, the criminal, there will always be an overlap where you've got a certain amount of stupid criminals that can't keep up with that, and you'll better <laughs> catch those. But you can probably catch those people anyway. There will be a certain amount of overlap where the cleverer criminals you know, are being caught up with, with the, the methodologies that they're using. But once they start getting caught, guess what? They, they find out about that, and they change. Duh. Yeah. Duh. So, I mean, what's the solution then? Or is there the, one? The, 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 solu- the, well, the, the, the solution is um, to just keep on top of it and not for us to make sure that the government are not going down the avenue of saying we can watch everything because I don't want my rights, um, you know, basically undermined by a government using terrorists because they do kind of use these terminologies yeah. as an excuse to get access to information which they really don't need um uh my, which is which my, is why i said in the beginning you know think of the children you know i well, mean it, uh, well absolutely and we should fight against these but what we shouldn't what we shouldn't stop is the uh, appropriate 
um, methodologies and due diligence that we should have in making sure that they can access that information if they go through the right channels and right processes. Um, we've they've got to keep on technology on top of technology, else we we be, we live in a state and we live in a community where everyone is frightened. And for and the crazy thing is, a lot of the people that are screaming about privacy are the ones that are posting personal pictures on Facebook. On Twitter, on you know all the all of these social media sites, um, not that one necessarily has anything to do with the other, but before wow. you start going down the road of the government is out to get me, maybe you should think about your own personal habits and the things that you do. That anyone, anyone with a computer and a Facebook account can access. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you there, but there, there is a certain amount of, of, of information which we have given up in in using some of these services. And I have tried to make sure that um, my daughters and some of the members of the family understand the security checks that they've got to put in um, when they're going through this process. I mean, I mean, it's like you said think of the children. And my sister is actually doing exactly that. Her husband's company is a small company in a small village, a small village, small town. And they had some, I don't know what it was, but they posted pictures on their Facebook page of her husband and her children. And they also named pretty much because they live in a small village quite close. They named where he lived. Now, it doesn't take two and two put together to then work out those are his kids. They go to this school because it's the only school in the village. So she's gone straight in and untagged them and, and made sure that, you know, and asked them to remove it. So there is a certain amount of people that just don't understand what they're getting into when they're using these services. So it's not always the people that are complaining about it. It's associates of the people. Uh, and I think we've got an awful lot of uh, – or an there was an awful lack of knowledge of how to make sure that you you and your children are safe online. Now, I know people that post pictures of their children's on fa- on their children on Facebook, and they'll go through a timeline and they think that will be a wonderful thing for the children when they get older, and it may well be. But there are other people other people that think that's not a good thing. I want him to have the choice when he's older, or her to have the choice when they're older, to to be able to say whether those pictures are, are actually are appropriate. Yeah, well, not only are appropriate, are just available to all and sundry. So, yeah, you're right. Think of the children. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't quite the way I meant it. Uh, it was, no, I know. It I was know. more sarcastic than anything else. Um, so, but you're right. Um, I, I guess when, when it really comes down to, and we're, we're kind of veering off, off the topic, but that's okay because it, it's all generally related, is that you're really only as private as you set yourself up to be online. And if privacy is a big concern of yours, all of these, and you know, these, these services are free, but there's a reason why they're free. Yeah. There's a cost somewhere. There's our cost or, or you as a person with your images and audio and video and everything else that you put in there, is available for them to use to sell to somebody else. 
So, you know, give some thought uh, about the pictures that you're posting, uh, not just in Facebook, but in, you know, a lot of the picture sites and, and, you know, what it is that maybe you put it on you in uh, YouTube or, or, any, or anywhere else that is advertised as, you know, free for use because you're the product, not just the customer. And as going back to the original um, piece about, you know, terrorists and, and our governments, I believe that um, Cameron was, he, his meaning was the right meaning and where he was coming from, the sentiment was correct. There was a certain amount of a lack of knowledge. A, a little um, bit ambiguous. Or ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> ambiguity. Yes, thank you. Ambiguity in, in the statement. However, you know, the sentiment was absolutely correct. And if we think, yes, but they're just not clever enough to know what they're talking about, then perhaps we need to make sure that they do understand what they're talking about and you know that comes to being involved being involved with local government being involved with local politicians and actually not stepping back but actually using the facility of email or whatever social um, processes there are to get in contact with them and tell them because if if you just stand back and don't say anything they'll do whatever the hell they want well or they might do it in the wrong manner and completely the wrong manner. And they might misconstrued by your silence what you're thinking and what you're actually wanting them to do as a government. Yeah, a lack of response basically to them means approval. Yes, yes, normally. Okay. Um, why don't. Wowza. Wowza. Oh, boy, that was like almost serious. That was almost serious. Almost. And hey, Siri. And of course, everyone is now going. No, no. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to get us out of here. Everyone. Rather silly, isn't it? It was. Please, please stand by to stand by. We'll send you the encrypted key for this podcast later. Yeah, and because you know what? You know what? What? We're doomed. And we'll be right back. Hello, people. My name is Peter Bird, and I am the host of the Deep Look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives, or the things they're interested in, or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there, and to learn. If that appeals to you, or you like that idea, or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then... Come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network. Their superpower is raving lunacy. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone. Just works. And welcome to the <laughs> MyMac podcast number 541. There was some dispute, actually, at the start of this show <laughs> as to the number of this show. Yeah. But I had to, but I if, had to go to MyMac.com and find out. I forget. <laughs> Even though I told Guy what the number was. I knew. I have been away for a week. You know, hands up. I'm sorry. But I knew. But Guy wasn't sure. 
I wasn't. I wasn't. So I went over to MyMac.com and nodded my head. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Worst segue ever. Okay. Well, there's nothing new to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there is. Do you use a trackpad? I do. Pad. Pat on and he said pod then. Do you use a trackpad? Do you like having a little bit of granular control, Guy? Yeah, I, I just asked my brother, Sandy. All right. Well, do you like, uh, <laughs> uh, if you'd like to put a thumb and three fingers on the pad and then spread them apart, you instant, instantly, instantly whisk all of your open windows to the sidelines. Now, you can spread them as far apart or not as far apart as you like so that you can see your desktop. Hmm, that's useful, isn't it? Putting your thumb... See, I'm doing that right now. I put my thumb and three thumb fingers and three on fingers. my trackpad. Yeah, well, yeah, is it three fingers apart. or four? It could be four fingers, actually. Oh. Actually, the, yeah, it's four fingers. My apologies, it's four fingers. Well, it just went to um, a mission control. Or not mission oh, control, well. launch pad. Uh, well, if I put my thumb and my, in fact, not three fingers, but the four fingers, and then just spread them apart slowly, all of my windows will disappear, just leaving oh, me with my desktops. Okay. Now oh. I did it. Yay! <laughs> and you can really, you basically, you reveal as much or as little of the desktop as you like. Yeah, and it did it on both of my screens, too, at the same time, which was kind of Yeah, cool. absolutely. It does. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's, it's not really that much of a useful tip, but I like it. <gasps> and? Nodding my head. Ah. Nodding my head. So your head nodding as we speak. Nodding. It's nodding. Oh, and this is where I'm supposed to play that tip, right? That song? Yeah. Okay, here it comes. You're trying, you're trying to find it, aren't you? No, I, I know where it is. I'm just dragging this out because it's funny. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. <laughs> you are silly. I am. I am. I, I do try to be silly. <laughs> okay. Was this, was this what you just played? Yes, it is, damn it. It's not <laughs> fair. It's just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you say damn it? Uh, may have. Damn it. Yeah. See, we can say damn it, not get the explicit tag. Uh, not get the explicit tag. Right. Well, that's what I said, wasn't it? Or did I say? <laughs> no, that's, I was just surprised. I was surprised you even mentioned damn it and the explicit tag at the same time. Gaz, you are absolutely right. Okay. <laughs> Do you have an app pick, Gaz? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, there I go. Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, it's a Microsoft product. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. wait. I'm sorry. You have to say that one more time, please. Okay. It's a Microsoft product. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, tonight is... <laughs> okay. All right. Now. I have to use a Microsoft product at work, namely Windows. However, I've just noticed that OneNote is quite useful. Oh, it is. 
Because I use OneNote on my iPad, I use OneNote on my phone, and I use OneNote on my Mac, and I use OneNote at work, and I can put all my categories in and all my tips in and all of my work-related stuff in one area and all my personal and other stuff in another work, uh, area. I, you know, you can draw stuff on it, you can write stuff on it, you can put sound bites in there. OneNote is really useful, guy, and it's free. Yep. Did it, you know that? It, it's, it's, also, it's also encrypted. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm just absolutely amazed that I've not messed about with it. I've seen it, I've got it downloaded, but I've never used it, and I've just started using it, and I like it. I, I, I have to say, I have used it in the past to uh, create things like grocery lists uh, on my computer, and it just automatically whoop, goes right to the phone. Just, you know, and there's, and it's, it's a lot like, um, Evernote, but in many ways, because it's, it, 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 this is going to sound kind of stupid. It's more cross platform than Evernote simply because you don't need to have the Evernote application on like your work computer uh, or, you know, other computers where that, that they may or may not allow you to download um, applications and stuff to put on there. I just like it. I just think. Yeah. I just think yeah. OneNote. OneNote is a great product. Yeah, I do. I, I. I just. Yeah, there you go. So that's my app pick for this week. And I'm switching to Windows 8, not 8.1, but 8, <gasps> 8, 8, 8, because mm. I'm a Tiley kind of guy. That's you me. You are. <laughs> um, and no, I'm not switching to Windows 8. My app pick this week uh, just just released, though I have been playing with it for. I guess like the last year uh, we actually used to use this. Uh, actually, you know, gas, if you remember a long time ago, before I switched long to this time, long ago. time ago, before I switched to this pure hardware setup, I used, I started to talk about one time how, I, how I had changed my software setup and how happy I was with it, but yes. I couldn't say what the program was. Yeah, I, I remember that, that time that I was using because it was still under kind of under wraps. And, and I'm talking about audio hijack pro three from rogue amoeba. If you don't, if you work with audio at all, this should be the a program that you have uh, in your bucket. It's $49 yeah. or it's a $25 upgrade. If you have the version two, um, it's just the, the new way that it works. I have, there's a couple things that are still missing in my opinion. Um, but overall it is so much easier to use than the second version. And in a lot of ways is much more powerful because you're able to actually break things out a little bit easier. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I am, I'm using it now. Yeah. And as Matt, we, we should say off the bat that we do have, uh, uh, not for release versions of Audio Hijack, Audio Hijack Pro 3 from Rogue Amoeba. Uh, just wanted to put that out there, but I, I'm not using this as my app pick because I got it for free. I'm using it as my app pick because it really is just awesome software. And we might be having uh, Mr. Paul Kavasis on the show at some point in the near future to perhaps talk about uh We'll talk about general Apple stuff and this program in particular. Of yeah, I, I think we've had him on before. We have. We have. Yeah, because he, he's a rocking kind of guy. Yeah, he's he, he's very opinionated about Apple as well, which is great. Yeah, even better. It's not like we're opinionated about no, you no, know, no, no, anything. 
anything at all. <laughs> that's right. Somebody says blue is yellow, and we'll go, yeah, man, yellow. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. so blue. It's so, yeah. You plonk. <laughs> yeah, that's me, Mr. Plonker. <laughs> uh, why don't you do the people's pick? Okay, this comes from our good friend Alistair Jenks down there in uh, Plus Plus Land. Um, <laughs> enter male, <laughs> enter male steward. Uh, he pointed out at uh, his, uh, sorry, he pointed it at his four email accounts that are configured in OS ten mail, uh, and said to get him uh, everything before two thousand and seven. Done. He found uh, one hundred and forty seven emails. 32 duplicates, and there were listable, searchable, and looking like <coughs> email oh, again. So Mail Steward sounds like a cracking app to add into um, OS X Mail, uh, the OS X Mail app, and uh, sounds like it'll give you a little bit more configurability. Do you see what I did there? Yeah. Ah, yeah. You, you added yeah. the illity. Yeah, yeah. To your uh, current mail app, a lot of people complain about mail. I, for me, it does the job that I needed to do. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, you know, I know. I know there are a lot of people out there that you know use it a, a little bit more businesslike and uh, perhaps get a few more emails than, uh, than perhaps I do. So uh, there's a there's a few extras that you can add in there, and this is one of them. And I have heard about Mail Steward before, uh, but Alistair Jenks, he's a norm, he's a sort of guy that you know when he goes into stuff and uses it and continues to use it, you, you know, know that it's, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, thanks, thanks, Allison, Allison, Alistair. We really appreciate it. And thanks to everybody over at uh, the G Plus community who has been sending us uh, these people's picks lately. It's, it's greatly appreciated. Bunch. You You're are. a good bunch. You're 132 perfect people. That's what, that's, well, at least that's what I think. Sorry, 131. We, I think we lost somebody. Oh, no. Come back. Come during back. The, yeah, during the course of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it was me. Damn. Anyway, um, there's uh, no new iTunes reviews, guys. I, I, checked, I checked that earlier. However, like Steve Orenstein, if you had done an iTunes review, you would probably have to wait well over a year. Before you got your Rudy, just like Steve did. No, I'm kidding. Um, if you do an iTunes review and you let me know, I'm usually pretty good, usually, about getting uh, something wonderful out to you. And that wonderful something starts with W and is called a Wooty. And, and Gaz, how do you spell that? Perfect. Just perfect. And uh, if you would like to know where to send that, I did an iTunes review, so send me a Woody, you large American silly person. You would send that to guy at mymac.com, or you could even let me know on the Twitters, which is twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> Guess how could they get a hold of you? Easy email gaz at mymac.com. That's G A Z uh, or G A Z. Um, Zed. No, Zed. You can also contact me on Twitter. That's twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G A Z M A Z. You can also contact both of us. 
<laughs> on the Twitters, uh, Guy and Gaz, that's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z on the Twitters. There's also another email, feedback at mymac.com, which will go through fearless leader Tim, who probably just forwards it on to us. Yeah, now, because he wants to have no responsibility toward that at all. No, no. He, can't he blame him. No, I can't blame him either. Um, we've got a Skype number, Guy. Did you know about that? I, I, I did know about it because yeah. I had to pay them for it. All oh, right. Well, that's good that you paid them for it. Shall I give out the number? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, it's plus one. Area code. <laughs> smiley face. Seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. I'll give you that again. That's plus one. Seven zero three. Four three six nine five zero one. Everybody. And if you lived Call in Australia, it. I don't think you can contact us. No, at no, all. It's not. It's not allowed. <laughs> it's not allowed. Mark. At, at least not with encryption. Yeah. 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 So thanks to everyone. We we're finally finally at an hour and twenty minutes of recording. Although the show won't be that long. Uh, Thanks to all of you for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. And it just it just makes us all warm and fuzzy inside. It does. It does. Yeah, see, and then we we have horn honks that come out of various orifices. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, when you get right down to it, it's such a wonderful world, and that I'm I'm it just makes me so happy that I, I can't remember what the hell it is I'm supposed to say right now because it's <laughs> it's no longer in the show notes that that this is the best podcast. There we go. That this is the very best podcast, Gaz, that we have ever done, certainly one of the longest, and that we're good enough. We are. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's questionable. Smart enough. We're as good as we're ever going to get. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, that's a ringing endorsement right there. And... Woof, woof, gone it. It makes no sense. People love us. A privacy daddy, a importante, a penis, para aquiles, <laughs> qui desi jam, quee, quee. manta sua vida, privade, q divi, sir todos, <laughs> todos. governo, e a uh, sua. It's, it's a Mexican dish. <laughs> das, das restrictions. Seguros de privicade. Nunca. Tribalaham. Go ahead. Pelham, it, I was just thinking that last one was like Pelham 123. Apparently, Bellham. this is a Portuguese dog. <laughs> it's not a small dog. It's not a, a small dog. dog. I just said it was a Portuguese dog. Oh. Well, I, th- I was thinking, oh, what was the name of that stupid dog? Pekingese. Pekingese. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am such a numbskull. And 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 me being a numbskull means that that I can't I can't make this show stop gas, but you can. Okay. And
Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs the Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Woof woof. Sunrise, <laughs> deeper in the morning. Uh, oh, oh wait, do I have a do I have a dog sound? No, that's not a dog that's sound. <laughs> it just said it's because oh, you know what this is? Because I I set up a yeah, soundboard this, page. This is a dog. It's a dog sound. Well, it's D O. It's a D. It's a D. D sound. sound. I set up a uh, soundboard page with all the stuff for for the G Talk podcast that we've never done, um, including you know the stoplight intro. <laughs> You're listening to another great podcast on the Stoplight Network. Well, not so much. Um, well, I had all kinds of stuff here, and, and I actually have because originally, uh, you know, we were talking about doing it live. So I had like 10, 15 second uh, music clips that, that, you know, start silent, build to a crescendo and then drop off. Okay. I will not cooperate. Yeah. Guys, you are absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And there it goes, fading out. I like it. That pigeon, catch that pigeon now! <laughs> oh, what was that? What was that cartoon where they where he was chasing the pigeon, and it was Stop the pigeon. No, yeah, yeah, but that wasn't the name of the of the. It was a handsome Mutley. Yeah, but it was wacky races. No, uh, wacky races was like all of those Hanna Barbera characters all kind of slammed together. But there was a show with Snidely Whiplash. Is that his name? And the dog, what was the dog's name? Muttley. Muttley, right. Where they're like <laughs> world, yeah, they're World War One. I, I, I don't want to call them flying aces, but they're pilot. And, yeah. and their whole job is to catch this carrier pigeon that's pushing message, messages back and forth. It seems like it, it's kind of a weak premise for a Saturday morning cartoon. I thought it was called just Dastardly and Muttley, but I might be wrong. I could look it up, but eh. Yeah, you can't be bothered. Can't I can't be bothered because I'll forget about this later. What? Well, when about two seconds? Uh, from what? <laughs> now. Oh. Ah. Oh. Damn it! I still can't believe that I cannot find. I I, I know it I've got you did it, it somewhere. Again. What? Damn it! I've got it somewhere. I don't know where. You might have to just pull them all back in. Mind you, you don't know where they are, do you? I don't know where they are now. I can't find them. Oh, what, 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 what's soundbite racks, soundbite playlist, soundboard export. One, two, three, four. No, it's not. Because I've got all these. Uh, let me. Is it TV Movies 3? No, I've got that there. 
Oh, wait. You know what? Oh, wow. Oh, I am such an idiot. No, really? Yeah, I am. I forgot. I do have them. But you can only have six um, tabs in the soundboard. Well, no, not six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've got, and then you, and then it basically hides them. So yeah, yeah. So it, it was hidden. Ah, Erogenous zone. See, there it is. Erogenous zone. Stupid bad. <laughs> Death awaits you all with nasty big pointy teeth. Now you've got them back. You're really I have, happy. I am, I am so happy now. <laughs> we are about to launch Stingray. Of course, you realize that it really doesn't take much to make me happy. No. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. <laughs> oh, I found oh, it. You're gonna just, I'm going to go off this call now, and you're just going to sit and play with them, I? Yeah, I'll just sit here and play with myself. Yeah. yeah. There I go. Here he goes. Oh, anyway, uh oh. So it's getting late here now. So oh, oh now now American football. What's yeah, the game. What is it? It's it's is it the Super Bowl? It's not the final this weekend, is it? No, this weekend is what they call, and I don't get this. It's the Pro Bowl, which is fine. Oh. <laughs> um, this is where they they have the the the, the best players playing each other do they yeah except for the two teams that are in the super bowl next week because they would be idiots to play in the pro bowl and possibly injure themselves before the championship game right so you don't get the best best players you don't get you don't get the players from the best teams yeah yeah which then that doesn't mean they're the best players of course yeah but i mean the whole thing is so so, stupid they used to do it after the super bowl it being called the Pro Bowl, does that mean it's like a select few? So it's like, you know, what they call uh, the, pro, the the select AFC and the select NFC of playing uh, NF, yeah, N- yeah, NFC playing each other. And, okay, and so. they're doing something different this year because in the past, what they basically did was, okay, well, here's the best AFC players on one team, and yeah. here's the best NFC players on the other team. Right. What they're doing this year because they keep trying to to. You know, part of the problem is for the Pro Bowl, it really doesn't get much in the way of ratings. You know, whether it was before the Super Bowl or after the Super Bowl, they just it, the ratings on it were just you know not good. Yeah. So they keep trying new things. They didn't even have it for I think a year or two. Uh, what they're doing this year is they get these these two coaches, and I think they're celebrities in, you know, in football circles, uh, American football circles of some type. And they're going to draft players, and they don't have to restrict themselves to just AFC or NFC teams. So you could actually have somebody that plays on offense for uh, a team go up against somebody who plays defense for the same team. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's fine. That's what I, I, you know, if they try and mix it, they they always try and do this sort of stuff to mix it up to try and get people to more interested in these nondescript games. Yeah, but they should do it after the Super Bowl. Where, yeah, I agree. Where yeah, you definitely. get all the players from all the teams. That but then were the it's best kind of players. it's kind of the end of the season is the the final um, Super Bowl, isn't it? So you know, yeah, I think I think that makes it more difficult. Well, but you know the the thing though it is pass, it it's the last American football game of the of the season. It is the absolute last chance 
to see any kind of American football. Yeah, that's true, true. That might encourage people. Anyway, who's well, in the, the Super Bowl? Oh, I know it's Patriots. Yeah, the with, the, with, the, def, def, with Deflate Gate. Def, New England Patriots. <laughs> and and the um, Seattle Seahawks. And I don't Seahawks. particularly care for either team. And well, oh. I, I despise the Patriots. Both. Oh, right, right. But, Why is that? Well, Why do you despise the Patriots? Because my my poor beleaguered Miami Dolphins are in the same division with them. Ah, I see. So every single year for like the last 12 years, they have taken the division crown. And I slammed me down door and left him a standard there on my potty porch of my bad mansion in Bonkers, Buckinghamshire. <laughs> Wise words. Wise words, mate. <laughs> As you, I, I, when I did that telephone is ringing lyrics Google search, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the returns that came up was top eight songs about the telephone music from iMusic.com. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of website is that? See, yeah. now I have to hit that link. Yeah. To find out just what kind of website is iMusic.com. I'm guessing it's not a major studio. Deliciously. Or what was it what was it that, that set you off uh two weeks ago? Uh, it, it, ability. It, no, no, uh something like that. Uh adding adding ility. Ility. Yeah, ility. Yeah. Right. Everything. So this would be the My Mac Podcastility. <laughs> Number 541. No, this is 542, isn't it? Uh, no, the you've got it down. Podcast is you, this. You've got this down as 541. Well, see, now I have to go over to MyMac.com because I can't remember. It is 541. Um, well, hold on yep. a second. Keep, keep, keep going. I'm just after batteries. Okay, well, we haven't actually really started yet. Oh, all right. I'm just testing to see if I fix this flashlight, and then I'm going to creep out of here. Okay. My wife is currently creeping. <laughs> hi, wifey. Gaz says, hi, wifey. You want to say hi to Gaz? Hi, Gaz. Come here. Put hi. on the headphones. No, I'm not putting on the headphones. Put on the headphones. No, Talk no, to Gaz. No, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> don't yes, yes. Guy. Headphones for Gaz. No, just tell him I said hello. <laughs> don't be a doofus. I can hear her. <laughs> he can hear you. Okay, you're a doofus. He knows I know that. <laughs> yes, I am a doofus. <laughs> Private Doofus Matters. That's going to be the name of this podcast. Anyway, have you got the batteries? Yeah, she's got the batteries. It's good. And, and they're not double Ds. <laughs> you had to, no. didn't you? You had to do it. It's not working. So I need Triple A's? Maybe I can buy another battery case thing. Or spend more time trying to clean this. Or box. it's a cheap flashlight. Don't worry about it. it has that cool Just get rid of it. Head thing. You're going to spend more money trying to fix the flashlight than it just, would be uh, to just get a new flashlight. Just talk to Gaz. Lead, len- lead lenser. You're just making things more complicated. Lead lenser. They're good flashlights. I'm, I'm sorry. What did you say, Gaz? Lead lenser. They're good flashlights. Lead lenser makes good flashlights. I have no idea who that is. They're expensive, but they're good flashlights. They're expensive, but good flashlights. I guess it's owned <laughs> by uh, Jimmy Page. <laughs> lead lenser. Okay. It was such a funny sort of. I am. I am. It's too bad I don't have my camera on. You could have seen her purple hair. Sunrise, you bring in the morning. Sunrise, you bring in the bring in the morning. I wish I knew all the words. 
Obviously, you don't. <laughs> okay, I can't find it. All right, never mind. Yes. <laughs> Did you burp that? Might have done. Uh, yes. <laughs> <sighs> the stupidest things amuse us. <laughs> Yeah, pure oil. That's what we have. Yeah, pure, pure, and not. Well, actually, I think we're kind of dirty aisle. (laughs) Not pure at all. (laughs) No. I have a cunning plan. Crikey, we'll have to whip through this last bit. Well, you know, well, but that's not all us talking. I mean, a lot of that is just our, you know, our typical BS back and forth. Okay, well, that's right then. (sighs) Um, There's nothing new to learn. Yeah, well, that's. That's the way I felt when I was like five or six years old. Because guess what? It just works. <laughs> it just borks. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you bring us in? Wit Brit. I am a nitwit Brit. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not right. <laughs> you've you've got you've got all well now I do have No, I haven't got all of them. Well you Guys, you are absolutely right. I love that one. I don't have that one. Squirrel! Ah! That's my squirrel. (laughs) I suppose you have this one too, huh? Um, Is that this one? Nope. Oh, is that this one? Nope. It's at the top. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Top top middle. Top middle. Hang on a minute. Top middle. How can it be top middle? But you've got four rows, or four rows. It's at the top okay. top row. Nope. There it is. 